You're about to listen to the Wissam Sharif podcast. This effort is made possible by our monthly supporters on Patreon. Please visit patreon.com slash Sharif to become a monthly patron and help us make more projects like this one. So find a posture of dignity, take a deep breath, and join us for today's episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, friends, brothers, sisters, and listeners around the world. Welcome to the Wasam Sharif podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May a sense of peace, blessings, and may today be a source of serenity to you all. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to you, Sister Gina. How's it going? Alhamdulillah. Wa alaikum salam. Today, I'm excited as we are in our, it's our second Sunday. Am I right? Mm-hmm. It's our yes, second the second Sunday, Sunday of Ramadan. Second, Ramadan. second Sunday of Ramadan. And we're recording, I think what we could say is in a peak state. Mm-hmm. At the end of Ramadan, there's an exhaustion factor. And then there's a focus on hell. Mm-hmm. we'll get we'll unpack that but there is what seems to be an immediate focus on i don't want to go to hell save me from the fire save me mm-hmm. from the fire and then the second the second third of the month is about forgiveness mm-hmm. but i would like to say that we are in the first 10 days presently we're still in the mm-hmm. first 10 days which is a 10 days of mercy okay. so the quick unpack for any listener who's want to get caught up with us in the Muslim faith in Islam, the third pillar of Islam is fasting during the month of Ramadan. During the month of Ramadan, we abstain from food, drink, and intimate acts. So like touching and uh, caressing your wife, intimate acts that are legal, uh, we would stay away from those from sunrise to sunset. You'll hear phrases like, I woke up for suhoor. Mm-hmm. where I woke up before the sun rose and I ate essentially what people would like you to believe. I ate like a bear. Yes. Um, but Gina, can you truly store enough? We don't store carbs like that. You could eat as much as you want. You go to, you're going to use the restroom at 10, 1030 in the morning. And then you're mm-hmm. going to be like, uh, <laughs> so it is, yes. it, yeah, Alhamdulillah. It is, Alhamdulillah. it's a fast from sunrise Uh, to sunset, which Mm -hmm. if we look around the world can be fairly intense. There Mm -hmm. is, I think on average, when is your fast starting, Gina? Mine starts about 5.30 in the morning. 5.30 a.m. And are you breaking around 7 p.m.? Well, almost eight. It's like 7.50 now. Okay, let's make that an eight. Let's make that around eight (laughs) and say that that's an intense fast. And it's, it's smack in the middle of the day. I think the you could fast for 16 hours from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. or like 11 a.m. But you're resting for a lot of that time. What gets more complicated is when you're up and functioning. Uh, and I think yes. a, a lot of people can see that we find out how much we eat for habit. And yes, this is true. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then just that last catch up for all of our listeners is then at sunset, you get together and you gather your acorns and biscuits and all that you've gathered from the day and you break the fast, mm-hmm. i.e. you open the ritual fast with, with less food mm-hmm. uh, then you uh, have sunset prayer and then most people have a dinner, mm-hmm. they eat dinner. So we know, oh, Muslims, you know that's not usually how it ends up happening. You just <laughs> have two dinners. So... Like you have a full meal at what's called iftar. Mm -hmm. Iftar is a, uh, when you break the fast at sunset, Mm -hmm. and then after you pray the sunset prayer, maghrib, then people have a dinner, which ends up being another complete meal. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's very common. If you get invited to an iftar party, Mm -hmm. uh, you'll be invited to everybody break your fast. And I think most people try to keep it elegant, mm-hmm. yes. but in, in filling up the table with finger foods, like, mm-hmm. oh, break your fast with, let's try it. You name some break fast foods. We've got dates, water, yes. milk, 
chickpeas, potatoes, fruit salad with spice, fruit salad Ooh. without spice. We have uh, fried samosas, fried pakoras. We also have very, uh, these are all like must have. This sounds really good. Now, I've never been to a community iftar before, so I'm going for the first time. You're going to okay. be there, alhamdulillah. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. Yes, I've never and, been, it, you know, COVID. And, uh, that makes so much sense. Okay, Gina, you you joined the team at such an interesting time. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to play the Islam game, uh, but no one's really around to play the game. <laughs> no one's. A, she shows up to the masjid. It's like, uh, nobody wants to play. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you converted during a pandemic. So, mm-hmm. Well, right before, when I in December, we could still didn't have the social distancing. So that was kind of nice. So I had a okay. tiny bit of time where it wasn't the pandemic. Okay, you did get to see it. Okay. So Alhamdulillah. yeah. Alhamdulillah. We uh and, and I guess I'm purposely doing this because every people listening to this will be outside of Ramadan or maybe in the end, but I want to tantalize your visual taste buds and say, Gina, then as you keep going to iftars, it's human nature. People want to one up themselves. So Gina, wait till you get to the uh, majula date mm-hmm. cut in half pit mm-hmm. removed filled with cream cheese <gasps> and the cream cheese has us either a slice of almond in the middle of that it's basically a hot dog oh and my the, gosh. Date, <laughs> the date is the bun and um and that then there's an almond good. so you bite into it mm-hmm. and then you you experience you're like what okay there's a lot of things going on here <laughs> But you'll be surprised how much people can pack into a finger food iftar. And the irony, and I think we all know this now because fasting is, is a science, your stomach is smaller. Your stomach mm-hmm. cannot. And we also, because of YouTube, have the flip side of fasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know we're going to go off topic, but listeners and Dr. Gina, have you, have you heard or are you aware of professional eaters? Yes, yes, okay. I have heard of them. You know, people who can eat a whole lot. Or people who will that who do challenges like I'm gonna order everything off of the Taco Bell menu. Oh. And then I'll eat it in a YouTube. Everything oh, off of no. McDonald's. A man Ooh. consumed 50. This also doesn't make sense in my head mm-hmm. unless it was caught on video. I wouldn't like fathom 50 yes. Big Macs. I think it's 53 Big Macs in one. Yeah, right, Dina, you're like no, not no. an obese man, not a, no, no. It, it, it's not even, it's just like, no, you have to be a certain type of person to be able to, right? It, I'm sorry. No, I worked fast food. And the thought of that is just like, no, I worked Taco <laughs> Bell even. Oh no. Everything on the menu. No, then you get the, like the, the seven pound food challenge. Why am I saying this? Even those folks don't go hungry to a challenge you have to expand your stomach i'm mm-hmm. trying to play mm-hmm. i see what you're saying now you dev- gotta like mm-hmm. yeah right? that, mm-hmm. devil's advocate to hey um i just eat iftar so heavy uh because i'm hungry mm-hmm. no in actuality the truth is we're eating with our eyes and yes. it's a buffet it, the idea is going to a buffet fasting you're, uh-huh. you're oh my god or going grocery shopping fasting. Have you gotten that one yet? Have you gone grocery oh, shopping? Oh, yes, I have. I have. But actually, during my first Ramadan, I lost weight. I got like down to 112. And my doctor was like, you need to eat more ghee. Eat oh, more food. No, that's excellent. Well, fasting, I would like to say. Fasting does. Uh, fasting has an excellent, the whole intermittent fasting, eight hours eating, 16 hours mm-hmm. off, is phenomenal for body weight. Quick disclaimer for our listeners, we don't promote losing weight. We promote physical health, physical awareness. And when you can move and do the front split squat and the backflip and the pull-up, if you happen to be less mass than you are now, that's great. But we're not interested in you losing weight because of an aesthetic. It's not good for your health. If yes, we, yes. Yeah. If Hence you, the ghee comment from my doctor. Yeah, Put yeah. a ghee on everything. You need to eat lots of ghee now. And it was the first time I ever had a doctor really say eat more. <laughs> uh, yes. 
I have to say that exact advice. My mom was my pediatrician or is my pediatrician or was. And she once said that too. She goes, you really need to put key on everything. I was like, is that your medical opinion? <laughs> is that your mom? But she goes, no, this is my medical opinion. You need to, in order to gain weight, that's what you need to do. The fun part of it is you can increase your physical health tremendously with fasting. And interestingly enough, in, if you fasted twice a week, possibly on a Monday and a Thursday, and can we now, let's dedicate some thought listeners, and, and Gina, I think you and I have talked about understanding fasting. Why does it have to be an all or nothing? Uh, meaning I don't eat anything from sunrise to sunset, but then I binge and have Twinkies at mm. sunset. Why couldn't you, I'm not a calorie deficit. I'm mm -hmm. cutting sugars, uh, uh, milk. And then you could say, oh, but that's not Islamic fasting. Well, fast for God. Yes, I, yes. I, I want to bring that up in Ramadan because we all can stay away for nine hours. We have some weird self-control as if we're like, there's a carrot at the end of the stick. No, but I'm just going to binge at, you know, eight o'clock. Mm. Uh, I believe as someone who's, I don't fast the way Muslims fast. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the, the most interesting thing for you, Gina. You met me. It's like, oh, Wissam's just Wissam. Yeah. But Gina, I'm the imam who doesn't fast. <laughs> it's, it's a complicated situation. People, <laughs> okay, so let's unpack that just for a second. Yes. Uh, with the intestinal situation mm -hmm. I have, I don't fast the same way. Oh, brother, aren't you afraid that Allah will, you'll get punished? Yeah, so I've gone through all those stages already. They're really adorable. Mm -hmm. But when you're keeling, bleeding, unable to move, you're sure, admitted sure. in the hospital, you're like, I don't, uh, this is not what Allah wanted from me. And sure, then instead sure. of, right, in, thank you. You and, have to, you have to uh, take, I think there are permanent conditions where you can't fast in the traditional sense. And I'm pretty sure I read somewhere there was uh, an exception for that. And that, I, that was okay. I think really to say it out loud, Gina, feel free to give your opinion, mm -hmm. but this is as the born Muslim to the revert, a convert yeah. grandmother. So I got to see the kind of cascade. Mm -hmm. Anytime you use the word exception allowance, mm -hmm. The person using the allowance is automatically judged by everyone. <gasps> oh my God, Wissam's not fasting. Because how bad does it, oh, here's the new, here's the real guilt logic. Mm -hmm. How bad does it need to be, Gina, in order for you to use the exception? Oh. And, and Gina, I've heard someone say three hours before the fast, I am I'm curled up in a fetal position, just oh. hanging on. And people are like, oh, good. Alhamdulillah. You're doing it for Allah. Subhanallah. No, that's see, that's too much. That's too much. Did God want you to stop living? And now this becomes, I'm glad the podcast went here. Yes, like I yes. went to this. We're not giving religious opinions to you guys. I'm mm -hmm. talking about living the sure, religious sure, opinion. Sure. Gina and listeners, can we unpack how much guilt someone would? So now I want to serve Allah. I'm mm -hmm. guilted. You must fast. I mm -hmm. fast. I feel exhausted. Mm -hmm. And now in this weak moment, Gina, I feel like I'm not enough. Oh, oh Allah. My, oh, I could I, just cry. That makes me so sad. Thank, thank you. Someone that really makes cry. me so sad. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Know. Thank you, though. But I, I'm saying this to all the people out there, Gina, but it's your mom who's telling you. It's your mm -hmm. sister who's telling you. Okay, I, Gina, yesterday I had a situation where I was mm -hmm. speaking to someone with type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. um, okay, it's a female, smaller mm -hmm. frame. So mm -hmm. I want to bring patient information just to tell you her mom and mm -hmm. dad have the same situation. Mm -hmm. They fast, mm -hmm. grunt and grit through it. Oh, my. And then when she says, I shut down, I feel no good when fast long time and diabetes. Diabetes and, and is serious. But diabetes is on the list, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, and then so her parents were like, hey, but we fast. And I was like, 
and are you a X number year old female at the, are you me? And I think that subjectivity, mm-hmm. tell me if I'm using it right. No one allows anyone to have a relationship with Allah. Gina, to you, it might sound acceptable to mm-hmm. our listeners. If you said, are you ready to meet Allah? If you asked, are you ready to meet Allah with that decision? And you mm-hmm. said, yes. Yes, I am. I was some in the Ramadan 2022 did not fast in the consecutive way that you all 99% of you, the way you fast, I did not Mm -hmm. fast. Are you ready to meet Allah? Yeah, yeah, you better. Like, if I wasn't, I'd be in a lot more anxiety and angst. If Mm -hmm. I was fasting, Mm -hmm. and excuse me for the graphic, but just a diabetes person will pass out. Crohn's and colitis patients are going to begin intestinal bleeding, ulcers, seizures in the mouth. Like Mm -hmm. there are things, physical things that are going to happen. You're going to start using the restroom frantically Mm -hmm. and there's a spasm. So some Mm -hmm. of you might, oh, I feel hungry. My stomach is is turning. Mm -hmm. And I guess this is worth it. This is worth it. I want to be able to share so that, but should someone have to explain this once? you know, buckle up trigger warnings for anyone Mm -hmm. for intense Mm -hmm. Gina, when eventually I went to the hospital for the resection of the intestine, Mm -hmm. this is relativity friends. So when you say my stomach, when it's empty, I get hunger pains. Mm -hmm. Let me try to explain when uh, certain patients have spasms, Mm -hmm. uh, those with intestinal issues, uh, Gina, every time my stomach was left empty for long periods of time, because Mm -hmm. then Mm-hmm. And it hurt everything I ate. Sure, hurt. sure, sure. My intestine began to wrap itself around itself no. into a ball. No. Now, but wait, wait. You're fasting. Okay. So you're trying to fast because the world, you're in guilt. Gina, how does anybody know that this is not just really intense hunger pains? Oh, so did. you're just like, okay. I'm swear, I swear it by Allah, oh I'm grabbing God. the table going, uh, and this oh. is seven or eight uh, uh, spasms a day. So you're, oh, really, no. but you're like, oh my God, okay, this is just fasting, right? Mm. And so for spasms could go on for an hour, two hours, sometimes. Sure, sure. So I'm painting a very intense picture. I understand oh, friends. It hurts and, thinking about it. Oh. And thank you for being able to experience anyone experiencing slight discomfort put it in an incubator, put it in a vacuum and say, now, could you understand why then I did not fast the next year? Yeah, I can understand. Yes. Right. But it was a, Mm. it was a year of guilt. So that Mm. second year is a year of guilt. Just I'm not hiding from people. Mm -hmm. But I I think the first question, the year I wasn't eating, though I wasn't fasting the first year, and this came Mm. to me immediately. Mm-hmm. Gina, was I eating three times a day, having chicken guy in carts and brownie? Probably I, I, not. Right. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Me, because I would have died if I ate too much solid food. That was the way my stomach was set up at the time. But I feel like all mm-hmm. of that to break through one concept, listeners, why is fasting all or nothing? If, I don't know. Right? So type to someone who can't fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gina, okay. Oh, this might be a little. So during this recording, I am not fasting. Yeah, alhamdulillah. But, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. But I'm not eating food, right? Uh, I'm not. Right. Eating... It's not like you eat food constantly all the time. I mean, no, in general. <laughs> in general, but Gina, even the think about this, friends. If I'm walking through the day during Ramadan and there's something on the table and I'm not fasting, I can eat that. But it's Ramadan, yo. Yeah, yeah. So a saltine and mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. mean consuming that much makes me not fasting. But I think you get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get not spasm, you need a some water, three saltines. I mean, if you got real crazy to hold down your stomach, a spoon mm-hmm. of almond butter or peanut mm-hmm. butter. Mm-hmm. Like, and so, oh, that's not, that's not fasting. When I'm thirsty, do I drink water? No, it's Ramadan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't get to fast like everybody else. And so to me, a few things came in here. Mm-hmm. Should a sick person have to explain? No. And so, I don't think so. 
thank to every one of my listeners who connects to our listeners who connects to anything, the philosophy that we're promoting, the lifestyle that we are. Mm-hmm. Let's change. We talked about step family for years. We uh, first episodes. We talked about AQL legacy. We've got so many topics. Mm-hmm. Can we? And we need to talk about women and the masjid. We totally mm-hmm. need to talk about that. Yes, yes. We talked a lot yesterday about. I won't tangent just as hard, but it um, mixes with the topic right now. Mm-hmm. Gina, I'm a. F- uh, I'll finish this thought and then I'll paint the picture. I'm a female. I've been fasting for four days. Every I'm twenty something. My schedule is perfect. Oh crud. Mm, I'm not. I know. Yeah. I know. I've already been there once <laughs> this <It's>, month. <laughs> it, it, it sucks. It well, it sucks as the present narrative is. So, ladies out there who enter this state uh where I am for the whole month, mm-hmm. you you're like, "Oh, I'm not fasting." And I understand, but wait a minute. I'm not fasting. Does that mean I'm off? Am I off? from Islam. Mm. We'll have that we'll have that discussion sure, sure. later friend. I do want to make be- a note. Yeah. That you know sometimes people like I found out this year by doing some research that I'm actually supposed to fast under doctor supervision. Allah. I didn't know that. I have hyperbilirubinemia. anemia. So, but I did all my research and it's just, you know, it's fine. I just get a little jaundice. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It's no biggie. But some I, I, people need to realize that if they have conditions, they also, you know, our listeners need to be aware to consult their doctors. That was what I was trying to really kind of. Yes. And I would take the consultation of your doctor as one, as 10% of your decision. Mm -hmm. If your doctor says there's no way you can fast. Okay. Let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. But then if your doctor says you can fast, Mm -hmm. you can, I would like you to look at for a period of time, And especially in the cases where you can temper what you have Mm -hmm. with the proper diet and by stripping your diet down to water, saltines, apple juice, like even apple juice doesn't settle with you, just very bare minimum things and then have a meal at night, a sensible meal. I really think that the month of Ramadan, as much as it is about fasting Mm -hmm. for four to five years. Muslims may for 80% of the population become cleansing months Mm -hmm. where you change your diet, caloric deficit, intake deficit, and you reset your system so that, and I would like, I believe it, Gina, and I'll say it here on the podcast even better. With the lifestyle changes that I'm headed right now, just adding mm-hmm. in cold, Im- cold immersion therapy and, and various other yoga, hot steam, acupuncture, dietary restrictions, cleanses, fasts, fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe that I will fast all 30 days of Ramadan like Muslims do in the very near future. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Allahumma ameen. And and I know that I would not be able to get there though, Gina. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have ever got to that, get to that point without having accepted. Oh, okay. So I'm not going to fast like everyone. Mm -hmm. So let's look at Ramadan, not through a fasting lens, Mm -hmm. but it's going to cleanse me. Yes. Yes. And if, if God allows me, Gina, how come a person in a wheelchair doesn't get to say, oh, man, I wish I could stand and pray. Well, mm. right. So the yeah. sick person, because you can't see fasting, you can't mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. No, 99.9% of the time, Gina, you can't see why I don't fast. Yo, I'm going to write sure, that on sure. a shirt. I'm going to write that on a shirt. <laughs> it's if an invisible disability. That's what it's called. Because I have narcolepsy. It's an invisible disability. So people don't realize that you have something that affects you because you don't look, you don't have a missing limb. You don't have, you know, something physically uh, wrong, not really wrong, but you don't have, you know, it's not, it doesn't show. Physical manifestation. Yeah, there's a word I was trying to find. Yeah. Absolutely. We're we're looking for a bandage. We're looking for a broken bone. And and the best part I, I want to point out as, about invisible disabilities or just energies that hold us back, mm-hmm. 
you have to look sick for people. Like I'm always, ha I'm happy. I was happy in the wheelchair too. What those years in the wheelchair. And I think people want a sick faced, sick person so they mm -hmm. can feel bad about your sickness. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah. go suck a lemon. I'm totally mm -hmm. like, I don't need your sympathy per se, but I need your sympathy to turn into understanding. So yes. Yes. I'm asking uh, those who can't fast, don't make your eating public. Like, don't be, uh, yeah, I would encourage you not to do that because mm -hmm. it's harder. If you mm -hmm. saw me walking down the street, Gina, with a, a woman of the night uh, dressed in a certain way, and you're, you'd be like, it's hard pressed for you to be like, oh, Wissam's giving dawah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You, you'd be like, hmm, Ustad, why, what do you do? <laughs> like, what are you doing? So I I'm sorry, that just turned into a chocolate croissant in my mind. I was like, when you said that, my first thought was, yes, you started walking down the street with a chocolate croissant. And then, <laughs> sorry, it just went there. No, that I'm is fasting, totally okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the metaphor turned into a chocolate croissant in, in stiletto heels walking down the street. Like, mm, you are delicious. <laughs> uh, and may you have a chocolate croissant. Allahumma ameen. Allahumma <laughs> ameen. Uh, and to our listeners who are like, there's a lot of food. There's a lot of food references. Yes, there's a good chance you're watching this outside of Ramadan. Do Does talking about food trigger the mind? Do we eat for nourishment, nutrition, or are we eating for habit, for ritual? Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. inside the word ritual is trigger. I'm triggered for certain foods when certain things happen. So... Mm -hmm. It is the Ramadan experience that you're you're holding on to now. Whether I think the last thing was whether you experience Ramadan the way everybody is, mm -hmm. or you're going through your own multi-year cleanse. Could be two yes. two to five years to get your diabetes, your intestinal issues. And I would like to go up to. We haven't gotten to anyone who has the mental issues. The mm. brain swelling, thyroid issues, oh, the yeah. hypertension. There's a major, right? Major. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, or even psychological. I mean, think of someone who has anorexia, for mm. example. Because I'm, I mean, they'd probably be very happy fasting, but but they would yeah. need to eat. <laughs> huh? Right. Huh? No, they, they'd be happy with the fasting part, but they think the end. Um, I read a lot and was around patience of of my mom that dealt with that mm -hmm. it i think we can dive into that right now friends to say mental health struggles mm -hmm. mental health struggles can be more imprisoning than a broken arm mm -hmm. you can break a basketball player's toe mm -hmm. and he's gonna be banged up he's gonna be mm -hmm. a little sad sure uh, but he's gonna you know his his will is gonna He's going to fight. So yes. in Ramadan, if I could uh, reach out to the folks and say, if you're not eating or drinking, that's excellent. And you're fasting. Could you also recognize that fasting is about mental fortitude? Mm -hmm. If you're leaving the, if you're leaving the fast with out food, drink and sexuality and uh, stimulating sexuality, but you're the same, like you have this, there's no growth. Mm -hmm. it is a little unnerving. It's unnerving mm -hmm. that you're going to leave the whole Ramadan just not having drank or ate. But that mental fortitude does come from, and so full circle here, whether I am fasting or not fasting, whether I'm praying or not praying, do I, for a 30-day period, have the mental fortitude, focus and discipline, Mm -hmm. to be able to say no to those things that are typically allowed for me mm -hmm. when for a 30-day period. And then can I reflect that energy outside Ramadan? So how easy will it be to say no to the things that are absolutely forbidden? Mm -hmm. And out and so that's stage one. And stage two, if outside of Ramadan, you can say no. Gina, do you want another scoop of ice cream? Brain says, can I have it? Sure. Do I want it? Sure. I'm not going to take it this time. 
Thank no. you. <laughs> no ice cream. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I feel good. Oh, no. Come on. Just this one time. And that because I want to mentally prepare sure, ourselves sure, for sure. just this one time. Oh, it's your friend's cousin's wedding and this and that and that mm-hmm, celebration. Mm-hmm. You can say, and here's, he, I'm saving it for the next celebration. I'm uh, saving it. So yes. keep letting it ride. <laughs> keep letting it ride. And then be present in the happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think if you could be confident in your joy, mm-hmm. I believe you'll be able to stand up within in the face of, oh man, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I'm good. I feel great. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Yes. And that that projection to me is what people could leave Ramadan with. I mm-hmm. feel more spiritually enlightened, confident, full of joy, in love with who I am. Mm-hmm. I trust me more. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I would, would love that's Ramadan. Yeah. Uh, oh ye who believe Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyam fasting has been prescribed to you ordained to you mandated like a doctor writing you a prescription has been prescribed to you as it's been prescribed to the people before you so that you could attain consciousness of God hope certainty in his mercy and a warning from his punishment the severity mm-hmm. of his punishment mm-hmm. and to me if we don't leave ramadan with la'allakum tattaqun with some more sanctity like sanctity of god yeah. then i i think that that is uh then we've kind of done a disservice with everyone's permission though gina this has been my 40 minute lasso warm up mm-hmm. into a topic that you and I were discussing yes. because we can we can push the fasting and this whole concept but w- those of you who are in Ramadan right now who are in the state of fast yes. or are listening to this and saying you know what do I do from here Gina mm-hmm. and I have the most non-tangible spiritual esoteric um mm-hmm. type 2 personality the artsy part we want to mm-hmm. talk about what are what who is the favorite person creature who is the best manufactured design human being in all of humanity who who do you think Gina is god's favorite person our nabi allahumma salli ala muhammad i learned that word from you by the way allahumma it is a beautiful yeah. name it's it's a name to me that allows us to connect with him more than a name mm-hmm. more than just hey um the name muhammad peace be upon him is mm-hmm. uh, the person nabi is a prophet my nabi changes the whole, it, it the whole situation changes so when i say my nabi mm-hmm. is allah's favorite person I connect myself to Allah because Allah's favorite person is my prophet messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Then in that concept, what could I do in Ramadan in regards to God's favorite person? God tells me, "O ye who believe, send peace and blessings on Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam." So let's unpack that one. Mm-hmm. Well, let's first unpack sallallahu sallallahu that's a tough yeah that is sallallahu thank you the the lam the l sound inside mm-hmm. transitions so most of us feel very intimidated to make our tongue and i wonder why we haven't made an instagram post or anything ever i'm ashamed i've never said sallallahu 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 ah because it's an awesome saw to a mm-hmm. happy la back to an awesome law sallallahu 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 alayhi wa sallam sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Got it. Allahumma amin. Allahumma amin. So we want to take a moment and and I will leave us on this point and let our listeners will will pick up with you. Uh we have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
but we want to unpack on the concept. Take this to be a koan. <laughs> Does the tree make a sound in the forest when it falls? Okay, I got one for you. Does Allah pray Fajr? Oh. Did Allah go for Hajj? <laughs> Does Allah fast? Brain, brain no. flatulence? Brain goes, <laughs> what? <laughs> and, excuse me, friends. Br brain goes, por qué? And then you float off to, no, God doesn't do ritual acts of worship. That was slightly weird, mm -hmm. bizarre. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What act does God do that he did, does, and will always do that while and when I enter the time-space continuum, the stream of consciousness, the stream of life, mm -hmm. and I do that thing, I do that thing with God. What act of ritualized worship do mm -hmm. I do? There's no anthropomorphism in here. I'm not saying yeah, God yeah, sits yeah, sure, or sure, stands. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm yelling at someone in the, one of the listeners is losing the point here. I know, I know. I pick B. Okay. Salawat on our Nabi. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that is it. One person down there is saying, what is something God does? Inna Allaha, indeed God, wa malaikatahu, and the angels, the manifest light creatures, yusalluna, they send peace and blessings on Muhammad, peace be upon him. Can we just loosely translate for now? Because what does that mean to send in at its simplest form? I wish peace and blessings on Muhammad. It's like if every time I said, LeBron James, upon his knees, may there be air cushioning. Like if I said that every yeah. time I said yeah. LeBron's na uh, name, then it would be it would you that salawat on his knees. I'm uh -huh. I'm wishing okay. his knees good. Okay, fair enough. Somebody's grinding their teeth out there. <laughs> with with the Prophet peace be upon him. God sends good salutations on the Prophet peace be upon him. You as a human have the opportunity now. What can you do to send peace and blessings on the Prophet, peace be upon him, saying the phrase that God taught you, <laughs> use the tongue, the back of the tongue to isolate the awe sound. So this one's a tough one, tougher one. La yes. la la, la la la, la la la, la la la, la la la, start from the front of the tongue, then flow to the back, la la la, la la la, la la, obey the law, la la, Gina, can you give me a, la la, la la, got it, no throat, just mouth, uh, lily pad, obey the law, La la. La la. Got him. Got him. Sallallahu. Sallallahu. Can you try? Sallallahu. Sallallahu. Alayhi. Alayhi. Wasallam. Wasallam. And saying it in English, I understand you want to get this right, everyone, but start today. As soon as you say, Peace and blessings be upon Muhammad. Oh God, send peace and blessings on Muhammad. Oh God, send peace and blessings on Muhammad. Oh God, send peace and blessings on Muhammad. Oh God, send a beautiful bouquet of flowers to Muhammad. Oh God, send tray of cupcakes to Muhammad. Oh God, do you see how I'm getting closer yes. and closer in relationship to him? And the Send a million beautiful sunsets to Muhammad. Send a million beautiful sunsets on my nabi on muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam send children with balloons and a parade of happiness to pass by sallallahu alaihi wasallam and a baby's first laugh allahu akbar kabira allahu akbar kabira these are all salawat so you think of positivity you send that positivity on muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam my mind and is blown. That's all I got to say. 
Because I keep I, thinking, I'm doing the same thing. The angels and God are doing at the same time. When, what other opportunity do we have to do the same thing that the angels and God are doing with us? And it's that transitive experience that you have to step into. This is nothing more than a thought. Oh, it's really nice. God doesn't pray. Okay, sounds, I like what you did there. He doesn't pray, but oh, look, there's this verb he does. Ah, interesting. Okay, very nice, nice wordplay, nice mm. move. But then, I don't know, Gina, like the like the psychedelic experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking because I'd like you to leave your brain out of your mind. Mm -hmm. I would really, I would really appreciate if you got out of your mind, instead of acting, we think we're going to act crazy out of our mind. No, it's a mm -hmm. wonderful intelligence of mm -hmm. the heart. And mm -hmm. that heart has a spirit. There is something inside you friends, mm -hmm. not all religious, spiritual people in the world are not like some part of their brain is hallucinatory, hallucinating all the time. No, there's something to be felt. Gina left her life, uh, you know, path to come join whatever this is over here. <laughs> so there's got to be something that I can say to Gina, hey, do you get it? She's like, yeah, I get it. Other people don't get it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to, but I get it. So I'm here. While you're here, I ask you, if you are claiming belief, have this experience with God. No, and down. and Gina, uh, I believe fair enough. Uh, it's a longer conversation, but if you friends and listeners could put a flag in the earth, it's like a timestamp to me. Mm -hmm. 2012, figured this thought out. Oh, I heard it mm -hmm. initially. Gina, imagine me, the person, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. guess that's kind of arrogant. I, being a speaker, hearing Mufti Mudassar of mm -hmm. Northern California, who doesn't speak English in mm -hmm. lectures. Mm -hmm. Gina, I was sitting in a car. It was like listening to your greatest rapper new album. Yes. I, but I've never heard him speak. And this was the first thing I heard, Gina. And wow. he, he, he said this. Mm -hmm. in clear he's a he's younger than me by mm -hmm. the way in age knowledge is a giant mm -hmm. and he was just like oh what does Allah do that we don't do and that we do oh. and I was just like wow how, yes yes it was wild. game changer oh. get, the whole life yeah. legit friend oh wait a minute it's 10 years mm -hmm. it's it's been a decade Gina legit for 24 months non-stop I think I did salawat I've wow. gotten weak I've gotten weak because life got so good. Oh, listeners, if anyone's mm -hmm. out there who's got, have you ever done so much dhikr, so much adhkar, and then you started getting all the things you wanted. So you're like, oh, wait, look, this dua works. And then you did a whole mess <laughs> of it. You're like, I'll show you. And Gina, no joke. I am the slave of Allah who stopped worshiping, like doing the salawat because mm -hmm. life got so good. <laughs> like oh i have to send you a code nubby <laughs> yes yeah absolutely you need to y'all need to send me uh gina it was a phase of three cycles of 24 months mm -hmm. for 24 months all i said was the 99 names of allah mm -hmm. in the good and the bad it, it pulled mm -hmm. me out of the darkest mm -hmm. worst worst time so Gina, every time I ate a meal alone, not mm -hmm. a bidah, so I was alone, I read the 99 names of Allah. Mm -hmm. Every single, it took three minutes, but wow. Gina, it was these little moments and I did it in the worst states of depression, mm -hmm. six figures in debt, um, mm -hmm. on the brink, a brink of divorce or divorce. Just those 24 months were, that was the first, just reading the names of God, knowing mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Then it became 24 months. Mm -hmm. 24 months straight saying astaghfirullah oh, i said it i didn't count i might have mm -hmm. said it 700 times i might have said it seven times i might have said it 70 times mm -hmm. but astaghfirullah became candy i'm making allah happy i yes. wasn't making istighfar for me anymore mm -hmm. i was saying it because god liked it and the last 24 months mm -hmm. 
it became 99, uh, 99, I don't want to say 99 names, but I would make salawat on Muhammad's sallallahu alayhi wasallam's various attributes and characteristics. Yes, yes. And they didn't have a time. I didn't mm -hmm. have a scheduled time. Mm -hmm. I did it when I felt like it, when I needed it, mm -hmm. like an inhaler. Yes. Whenever I felt an asthma attack, I definitely took it. Mm -hmm. If I was going to go play, mm -hmm. so if I knew I was going to pray or do something high mm -hmm. cardio, spiritual mm -hmm. cardio, yes. then I would take I would take the inhaler uh, and I would say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, because, oh Allah, I need you, I need you, I need you. And there was just something about knowing God's 99 names, saying astaghfirullah because it pleased God, mm -hmm. and then finally getting up to that, I don't know how, what, what medicine do I take with Allah? So maybe mm -hmm. I, it wasn't medicine, I was breaking bread with God constantly. Mm -hmm. And it, that developed a relationship that was very strong. So to our listeners, mm -hmm. what I am today is a series of life events. Mm -hmm. But there is clearly, measurably, like screen mm -hmm. time on my iPhone, there's a measurable, chartable uh, journey of when I found myself, mm -hmm. then I found the names of God, asking God for forgiveness, and then salawat, 99 names of the prophet, saying peace and blessings on Muhammad, a fleet of Ferraris on Muhammad, peace be upon him, beautiful horses, gorgeous watches, the finest clothes for Muhammad Sometimes I think about some of the externals and I'm like, ah, I don't know if he'd really <laughs> enjoy that that much. But because I, I can't imagine my Nabi wearing a watch. He was such a non-time oriented. Mm -hmm. He was just like, time timeless person but as a gift my nabi as a gift that you could give away sallallahu ala muhammad and maybe to leave it out here because we are in a safe space this mm -hmm. is a podcast not a lecture mm -hmm. and i find myself gina without mm -hmm. any belief of him hearing me or responding or the mm -hmm. omnipresence of muhammad sallallahu no 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 i just find myself talking to him more Alhamdulillah. thanks nabi i really appreciate thank you for saying that i read a hadith and you're so much more willing and avatar astro almost as you'll take this and i'm safe i'm in a safe place gina mm -hmm. as if you have your astro projection of the prophet peace be upon him mm -hmm. many cultures ask you to pick three real or mythical mm -hmm. personalities mm -hmm. That will be your astral projection. That will be your the avatar that you you talk to. Mm -hmm. You don't seek guidance through them. They are mm -hmm, not spiritual mm -hmm. forefathers. I understand that's mm -hmm. slippery slope. But as you think of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, oh, thanks for that hadith, ya Rasul. Oh, yes. Battle of Uhud. Yes. You went through that, ya Rasulullah. There is a this way you look at your favorite superstar when they're playing mm -hmm. basketball mm -hmm. i'm sure we've all spoken to a pop star or a yeah you know like you <laughs> you, you you said something to the black pink band you're like you go get this hidayah you get something that clicks in your head and you connect with them that's where i want to end out today and say mm -hmm. not only does god do it but when when I make salawat, peace mm -hmm. and blessings on Muhammad, peace be mm -hmm. upon him, wishing him, you know, warm croissants, more and more, the result, not the number, the result, I start talking to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam figuratively in yes. my day. Yes. I read a hadith tonight when we do JJ. We're yes. going to look, oh, Battle of Uhud. Yo, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam went through so much. Mm -hmm. And you connect with the hero. You you speak to him. Yes. And, and that's what salawat to me, something, a decade. That's what a decade of salawat has done. A decade of salawat. Allahu Akbar, we should capture this. Yeah. Capture this, alhamdulillah. And, and, and say a decade of salawat. Friends, it feels wonderful. I'm going to pause and bring us all down to... One surah Fatiha. Hamza, I think compassion. Compassion, maybe that's a word, you know, yes. because you have compassion with Muhammad, peace be upon him. I never thought of it. Having compassion towards Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The co is kind of with, you know, 
That's someone what I kind of think of. I don't know. I'm doing right. it. And it is totally fair. And I'm excited, Gina, for you to start and kind of open this can of uh, of excitement now and see it does not dwindle. There are very oh, yeah. few things. Everything else, you can you could go for Umrah. It's and, amazing. And I did. Wow. You did. It's amazing. And I felt that presence. I still haven't forgotten that that presence that was there. Subhanallah. Allah Akbar. Allah oh. Akbar. I, I mean, my you. hand was physically sweating. Allah Akbar. The yes. hand that I reached out to give him my salams with. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Muhammad. I would like to say, all, having all of that, Gina, Umrah is a physical trip and you come mm-hmm. back and the trip windows. The spirituality stays. Mm-hmm. Gina, 10 years from now, say you've been making salawat straight for seven years and life mm-hmm. got so good, you kind of, you know, not so many so, mm-hmm. uh, peace and blessings on him, on him, on him, on him. 10 years from now, Gina, if you hear this again, it has the same spiritual inertia and you'll be like yo allah ta'ala yo allahu akbar subhanallah subhanallah allahumma salli ala let's get a surah fatiha thank you friends for spending the evening afternoon day with us a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin arrahmanir rahim maliki yawmiddin iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'in ihdinas siratal mustaqim siratal ladhina an'amta alayhim ghayril maghdubi alayhim walad that me I don't even know how to translate that uh, bounty and good fortune I'm wishing good upon you uh, be well be full of bounty uh, to our listeners and to you sister Gina it is a privilege to carry this carry you all on this ride I would love to introduce Salawat to you. Listeners, we don't drop into spirituality and lecturing you. I try not to lecture you. Mm -hmm. Today, I feel like we got to open. I got to share something from the inside. Mm -hmm. Rarely do you get to, wow, this thing worked for me. It made me so spiritual. Yeah, you don't get to say that as much. But I say that and I share that with you. For everyone out there, thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Gina. Thank you for the opportunity and the means. And thank you for being a co-host. Wassalamu mm-hmm. alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuhu. And then once on the way out, Gina, can you say, Salah, sallallahu. Sallallahu. Alayhi wa sallam. Alayhi wa sallam. Thank you so much. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.